Beyonce's uh, newest album. On our very first episode yes. of this podcast on exactly. a beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon. Yes, beautiful. All right, so let's talk about Beyonce Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the first part we're going to do, we're going to focus on just the album itself. Mm-hmm. Album Speak about what we love. Speak about what we want more of. Yes. And what like spoke to us. All right. Mm-hmm. So Damal, you go ahead and tell us, <laughs> share with us in your own words, what do you feel about Beyonce Renaissance? Yeah, I uh, I think this is a really um, powerful album. Um, I think uh, she uh, she definitely is in a new, I guess, like a new phase of growth. Um, and yeah, I mean, it took me a while to get used to the album because uh, it's very different from her older uh, things. Um, and I had to listen to it a couple couple times for it to really, you know, normally with Beyonce earlier Beyonce albums, like every single song I listened to without a single skip. Um, whereas this one, I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know which ones are my, you know, my, my favorite ones. Um, but, uh, I, I definitely, it, it took some listens, but, uh, it got better. Um, I, I, uh, I think she's deaf. She's even singing about, uh, things that she doesn't always, uh, sing about. Um, so, uh, yeah. And, uh, she definitely in a different, um, a different phase kind of thing. Um, I'm trying to think of my favorite songs, uh, like I love, uh, Cozy. I love Cozy. Cozy's a great one mm. about being comfortable in your skin. You yes. know who you are kind yes. of thing. I felt that. Um, I love myself. Yeah. Goddamn. Yes. Cozy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a good one. Um, and yeah, overall, uh, I, I definitely love listening to this album uh, in the car. Um, more than just on my computer because you can hear more of the beats and everything. And like, and she used a lot of different like influences and things like that um, in the album. Uh, yeah. So, you know, Beyonce is still here and she's uh, here to stay. And she's like, I, and she's at a point in her life where like she can do whatever she needs to do. She's already made her name. She's done what she had to do. So, yeah, that's my first, my first thoughts. Mm, I like that. I like that. The album, I, think. I think for, I do, I agree or I definitely resonate with some of that too, where I didn't really know what to expect out of this first album. Mm. And I remember hearing the first single and was like, oh, wow. So we're doing Vogue House 90s vibe over here. I'm mm-hmm. like looking for the high shoulder pad blazer type vibe <laughs> yes, yes. sort of thing. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that was like the direction we were going in. Because I had yet to even listen to the new stuff that was coming from Drake because I think they both started. Uh, yeah, It was around the same time. Yeah. And so I remember on Twitter, people were like, oh, this house thing is like what they're both doing or something. It's like, mm. oh, I didn't hear that one. So I don't know what anyone's talking about, but it's fine. <laughs> And then the the deal of rolling it out online, like on YouTube, on this deal of like you can take your time and listen to eat, like the single as well as all the remixes and stuff. Exactly, yes. And I think I I appreciated that because it got me to I think it gave me the chance to appreciate the music even more mm-hmm. because I too had to listen to it a couple of times to start really getting into it. Yeah. Uh, the first listen through of the album, I was like, mm, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure, but you know, whatever. It's different, like, different. it's different, but we'll see. And then I was like, okay, definitely through one, one, the first listen, I could also be like, okay, there's like five of them I really love. Which yes, it's cuff it cozy. Yes, um, plastic on the couch or the sofa. Oh, plastic on is. the sofa. Yes. Love that and the runs in that. Yes, oh yes. As well as move. Love that one too. Uh, and uh, and then. 
after listening to some more, I'm like, you know what? I also love Alien Superstar. I'm also loving Virgo's Groove. <laughs> it's like all these ones. And then I'm also, yeah. And then eventually it's like, actually, <laughs> actually the whole album. Um, I'm loving it. Yeah. And then the like only one, one is the, the I Want to Be in Your Mind or something. That one I find a little noisy uh, for me. Yeah. That, I think that the, I know I love the thoughty girl one or the church girl. I love the meeting of it and yeah, everything, yeah. but I don't know if it's my favorite mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a bit noisy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but I do, I do like the fusion of some stuff is radio play of like what's happening or what's been played now. Yeah. But also incorporating, I'm loving the, the fusion of incorporating influences of 90s music, 80s music. Yes, everything. Influences and, and particular instrumentation, which I think we have not heard Mm-hmm. In terms of mainstream, I think I, with independent artists, we're hearing more of that. But mainstream at that level, to be hearing tracks that are not all electronic uh, instruments. Exactly. Like real, we heard real instruments. Like you can tell that this is a real person playing these drums, this is a real person doing the horns and all of that. So you, there's more soul in it, even if the music itself is not soul. Uh, and, and I also like that. She really has quite a few, like a variety of genres in one album. I don't yeah. think you can claim it's just a pop album exactly, or just yeah. an R&B album, which I think is awesome as well. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Yeah, what else we're uh, I also, I think part of the reason why it was hard for me to get so into this album is that like her last one had me in like a chokehold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the was Lion it Black, King? Lion right? King. Yeah. The yeah. Black Parade, right? Yes, and yes. The, and Lemonade. And Lemonade. Right? Yeah. And like, it was yeah. so different from her usual stuff. And it was yes. just like that. Like every song I was like, yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> you know? So, and it's been a while since you've heard from her. Right. So, right. It was nice to just kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess well, I, don't, I guess we talk about the first the first time we heard this album. Um, I think I'd woken up or something. I was in bed or something, and I heard that she had dropped it. So I just I just listened to it on uh, YouTube. Mm. But I think at first I was listening to like um, like it, and obviously it always sounds different in YouTube with the quality right, and everything. Right. But I, that was the first time I listened to it, and I was like, okay. And I read the words. I'm like, okay, interesting, interesting. Mm. All right. So where were you when you first? Uh, when I was first listening to it, I think I first heard about it. Well, I was somewhat anticipating really because of Twitter. Ah. So people started taking note of like, oh, she tweeted out and there's this like this mystery box and stuff. Yes. Like, you know, like this sort of thing, which I thought was really cool or really cute to do a rollout like this because it kind of brought back nostalgia of what artists were doing some decades ago mm-hmm. where merchandise was so big with each album mm-hmm. as opposed to, well, since everything's streaming and digital, I'll just let you know, go stream it because it's out. Exactly. You know, but this deal of like trying to build anticipation that we're all going to purchase a CD, even though none of us even have CD players anymore, but we're all anticipating to purchase the CD. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So it was, I think that happened when i don't know if that was shortly after the first single break my soul came out so that is when i was listening to that on youtube mm-hmm. and took note of like oh i'm liking i'm liking it so i actually i was playing that song quite a lot here ah um, yes and i really i i enjoyed it i did and i like i like how the lyrics like it will always let you know that this is post pandemic or after the the big part of the pandemic, because she mentions mm-hmm. the mask. So she mentions, uh, you know, she mentions those yeah, sorts of she things, talks about those things in the lyrics of like, you know, yeah. you don't have how we act outside. You need to keep your mask on, mm-hmm. which you will only know if you were around the early exactly. 2020s. It's part of history. Right? Part it's of part history. now. It's like now because Beyonce put it in, it is now officially yes. <laughs> part of history. The stamp is there, stamp is there yeah. which will be in the Library of Congress. I don't know, 100 okay. years from now. <laughs> no, because that, that's important. Yeah. That's important for history. Yeah. 
but uh, but yeah, so that is that was my first deal. And then I definitely then went into it got me also going into YouTube mixes of '90s house music mm. kind of thing because of the Break My Soul yeah. single. Yeah, yeah. I think also I liked uh, what she did with her voice, like the vocal acrobatics, mm. um, the melismas, the runs, the things that we haven't heard like from her other albums. We didn't hear them. Or we used to hear about a lot more, I think, more in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I like how she, like, experimented a lot more with those, like, different, like, melisma runs, vibrato, mm. the falsetto, all these little things she did with her voice. And I was like, okay, B, we haven't, you know, because she was, there was a moment where she was more into, like, kind of, like, rapping mm-hmm. more and in a different. Run me my check. Yeah. Pay yeah, me inequity. Yeah, yeah exactly. Rack. So. Yeah. And yes. now we have like a lot of like, especially like plastic was a plastic on the sofa yes. and that was yes. a Virgo's groove also, right. I think, where right. she's all up and down and everything. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and her voice is obviously her voice has grown so much. Like mm-hmm. if you listen to her, like you listen to her when she first came out of Destiny's Child and then to now, it's like, well, the growth is just, you know, mm-hmm. it's awesome to, mm-hmm. to hear. I'm like, okay, B. Okay, Queen B. Mm-hmm. All right. mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms of Renaissance and mm-hmm. comparing that to the rest of, her previous albums Mm, mm. how would you think that or this how does this define the evolution of the artist beyonce you would say Mm. looking at her catalog starting from from before and where she's grown like to now to now yeah in terms of the types of music what she's talking about in her songs Mm. things like that i definitely think her i guess her goal is different now um i think in the beginning it was more like you know you had to you, know, you have to do things a certain way and keep a certain kind of, I guess, like status quo sort of thing. Like uh, when you're starting out to, you know, put your foot in the door and make sure you stay there and let people know I'm here to stay and that's it kind of thing. Mm. Um, and I feel like it was, a, it was it was very different. Whereas now I think she's like, hey, I've been here. I've done this. Like this album is kind of like, you know. I'm doing my own thing completely and I don't care what you guys have to say and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just feeling very, um, I guess more like free um, and showing more of her, I guess, I think, I think we're seeing more of her truer um, self. Uh, and I know like in, in the past, she didn't always in her music, she didn't always um, directly like talk about uh, her haters, I guess you would say, or her, or what people say about her. Normally she kind of just didn't really, you know, she's one to not respond to that. So whereas in this new album, she's like, Hey, I'm here. I have a problem with it. Oh, well, I'm going to do what I got to do. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And like, you know, and she even um, mentions to, which I guess is kind of like with the sort of like with the pandemic situation where like the things that, that you took for granted are more important now. Mm -hmm. Cause I think, what was, I think in one of the, I don't know, it's Virgo's group or one of them where she says we don't have time like we used to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, we, I think the world's judgment on us is too harsh on us, something like that. So mm-hmm. let's just like, so just be the only people that matter uh, are the people close to you, not mm-hmm. like the whole world who has something to say about you kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I think is very, um, which I, I don't think in older albums, she was as kind of like open about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that she discussed about. If I'm, you know, I have to look, we have to go and listen to all of her songs and to see, wait, did she have that? Was that her angle before? I think her, her angle has definitely changed, mm-hmm. um, you know. So that's what I would say about that. Okay. Yeah. No, I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think that that's a perfect segue to also be talking about segue. making 
statements through or making impact or statements through her music and her art. Yeah. How artists do that. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like there's a, I mean, from the outside looking in, I would like to feel like this was the plan from the beginning yeah. when she started at five years old, exactly. you know, kind of thing but. of like you know, the first half of her catalog from Crazy in Love to Deja Vu to mm -hmm. Single Ladies to et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. The vibe was, the vibe tended to be more of like, this is just, this is about love. It's about dancing. It's about empowerment, what, it's empowerment about of like, I'm the best. I do what I gotta do. I'm the best. I'm flawless. I'm a diva. I got this. You know, it's like anthems type of thing, I guess, mm -hmm. uh, for it, all, everyone really. Um, and a lot of radio play and a lot of... To a point of a lot of like you are, yes, you're setting the trends, but still maintaining kind of conforming to what the trends were portrayed for that time. Yeah. Well, the last few that you mentioned, starting with Lemonade mm -hmm. and then going on to Black Parade and uh, The Lion King. Doing your own thing. Uh, it just sounds like there's more ownership. Yes. Uh, with it. I think I think all of it technically was authentic, but I think authentic for the business, authentic for the bottom line. Yeah. While these last few seem to be more authentic of like, because I've paid my dues, I can now also speak like I am blackity black, black and unapologetically just going to say it as the way I want to. Exactly. While not being petty about it or not being yeah. like taking, a, not taking away from the artistry and the brilliance and the perfectionist mm -hmm. that we know of her as an artist and yes. like the rest of her team and stuff like that. So I think that is an awesome blueprint in navigating or trying to navigate a business that really needs people to be in this particular box. Exactly. And if you do anything else, we either cut you off or ruin your reputation mm -hmm. or just pull you out. And her being able to maintain relevance and drop an album when she wants to, drop this when she wants to, drop that when she wants to, because she actually owns it, because you built it up so you can actually own it, is a real is a real testament to her and her team and yeah. her family, and whoever else is actually, really out what to do. yeah, whoever is the one in charge of doing all of that. It's a real, it's really awesome and inspiring, really. And to see that you can... You can do that. In this <laughs> you can business. survive in this yeah, cutthroat you can industry and not lose your soul. exactly, <laughs> yeah, and still make a relevant impact, not just be a puppet the entire time. Exactly. So yeah. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Now, in terms of <laughs> the messaging for Renaissance itself, yes, the because it's house, a lot of house uh, music mm -hmm. um, inspiration and influences. A lot of other conversations were coming up about it, about queerness. Mm. And some of the lyrics are taking note to kind of tip their hat to, tip a hat to queerness, or even mention her uncle who was queer. So with that, I felt like, I felt this is awesome because I love the way she, at least is the way I interpret it when I'm listening to her music or seeing the way in which they're doing slowly gradually putting out visuals or other types of things yeah. for the album. I love how like the queerness conversation has been around for a bit and mostly in the U S and then gradually in like other parts of the world in different ways. Cause everyone's cultures are very different when it yeah. comes to this particular topic. And I love how in the way she's put it out there, 
it doesn't feel like you're just on the rainbow flag bandwagon yeah because it's <laughs> trending mm-hmm. or that this is just a token queer thing and then move on mm-hmm. it, it felt more like you're making even more of an impact on the conversation because you're bringing in the fact that let's not forget that the the pop culture references the US pop culture references to queerness is a black thing or originally was created by black people from the drag race from the 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 vogue dancing the the music the the parties all of that is a black thing that should be celebrated which in the queer conversations as of recently you don't see that celebrated as much. You see the caricatures of it yes. being celebrated by other people who don't look like that mm-hmm. at all. So for her to be able to bring that to the conversation without blatantly just stating, <clears throat> y'all need to put some more black people here. Like just <laughs> instead of doing that, it's like, no, I'm going to yeah. collaborate with all these artists who already were doing that decades ago and have them on the track with me sort mm-hmm. of deal yeah. and sample certain people who were not celebrated then to be celebrated now mm-hmm. to get you to be inspired enough to go find their work and listen to their music or check yeah. out their video or their movie and discover for yourself how all how there's like a whole genre and a whole community of people who've been doing this for a very long time before there was a rainbow flag before there was a drag race or something before it was trendy for everybody to claim they're queer no offense but some of y'all just be doing it because it's trendy right now yes and not necessarily and not necessarily because that's really what you what you your lifestyle is and so i love i think that's an awesome way to utilize one's platform in terms of you're not putting yourself out there to be like i'm the expert you should listen to me and what Mm -hmm. i think about (laughs) queerness or all of a sudden she's coming out it's like no it's just like no this is this is something y'all should like just think about and talk about so i'm just going to put it in the music and i don't really need to see it say anything else because just listen to the music and interpret it as you want to this kind of thing yeah so i love that about that i agree she goes deeper than just like the surface of it uh Mm -hmm. kind of thing um and i think that uh just like with her instagram she no caption mm. i feel like that's a bit you can say as a metaphor way in her music is also no caption it's like this is the information and you do with it what you please she's not telling you how to interpret the information she's not telling you what opinion you should have mm. she's not telling you you're wrong or you're right or whatever she's just like here's the stuff here's some information that you might not know of do with it what you will mm. and um and and i think that that's the best way to like um, inspire people because um, mm. I'm just telling someone to do something or making people feel a lot of making people feel bad like it's like oh if you don't feel the same way that I do about gay people or queerness then there's something wrong with you like or you have to everyone has to have a similar opinion kind of thing whereas Beyonce is very much like you know what this is my thing these are this is what I know about it and uh, you go uh, do what you have to do to uh, get yourself to know what you need to know kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it's like not just like the surface she's not there's no flag like i mean if you look at the album it's you know there's no rainbows and nothing wrong with rainbows but it's like you she doesn't need rainbows or any of these things to show that this is what i'm talking about and queerness is in the conversation mm-hmm. and um and it's not like queerness in the sense that like oh it's just like it's for, it's like it's about queerness but also everyone can say something in this conversation it's not just oh if you're not queer you can't talk it's Mm -hmm. like no like you know and 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 for beyonce it's like i'm 
And she's not doing a thing where pretending to be queer or doing things like that, that some people might uh, sometimes do, you know, she's married. I'm married with, you know, with my three kids and everything, but I still have information about, you know, queerness. And um, I like the way she puts it like in the music um, without trying to like direct people or tell them what to do. So yeah. Yeah. So deep stuff, deep stuff, Beyonce, deep stuff. (laughs) And also, I love the duality of queerness. Yeah. In terms, like, in the music, as well as the conversations I've been seeing of, like, queerness is, yes, one aspect of it, one definition of it is queerness dealing Mm. with your gender identity, your sexual preferences, and things like that. But there's also queerness of choosing in any aspect of your life or any aspect of your existence to push against um, conventional or push against traditional or push exactly. against anything that's just always been. That is also an aspect of queerness that is being spoken of or represented, I feel, mm-hmm. uh, in the music and the conversation as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all in the, she doesn't even give interviews anymore. Like it's all in the music, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So. So then speaking of not giving interviews yes. and all the music, what about like what we have now been learning mm-hmm. through the Beyonce blueprint? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Navigating sensitivity and censorship. So yes. like when the album came out, there was, oh, we're complaining about the lyrics because there was a particular term there that apparently is derogatory to people who are disabled, I think was the Ableism. issue or I think that was something they brought up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And what did she do about that? What did she do about that? Said nothing. Said nothing. And boom, just drop the drop the new version without the word in it mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Exactly. Just removed it. Didn't even say no press conference, yep. no interview. Just, oh, you don't like it. Okay. That's an issue for someone. Fine. Mm-hmm. Done. Yeah. And I think that's an awesome... I think that's an awesome way to, in terms of navigating this era that we're in where we have, we believe we have this illusion of access to everything. Yeah. But then also can be quite ignorant about everything at the same time. Exactly. So, because usually what we've seen, when someone comes out with a piece of work, whether it's music, a stand-up comedy, a movie, mm-hmm. a picture, a video game, yeah. and it all as usual, there is something about it that is derogatory towards a certain group. And that group comes up. And usually mm-hmm. what happens is the artist will come up to defend the their mm-hmm. right to be derogatory against that group. Well, I wasn't really thinking about you, so it's not derogatory because I wasn't thinking about you. And it's like, but that's um. not the point of this. Well, isn't it free speech or isn't it this? Or, I mean, it's my creativity. Obviously, you're not the target market, so you don't need to, you're not the target <laughs> audience, so you shouldn't listen to it. That's you know, like, it, that's not the point. So I, I liked how this one of like, actually, the point is this is the music and it's for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. If there's something that made it uncomfortable, it doesn't take anything away from you to just remove that one word. Mm-hmm. So just remove it and keep it moving. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't take it's away. It's not that big of a. Does not because when you do yeah. the other part, it takes away from your work actually. Yeah, and now the conversation with everyone about. Yeah, the conversation is all about words. whether or not you have an issue with disabled people because you have this one word yeah. in that kind of thing. So yeah. I think that is a nice. I think I think that is a cool way to set up the foundation of how do you navigate sensitivities mm-hmm. without pretending as if, well, it's just because you're too sensitive and that's the problem. It's yeah. like, no, actually um, we could be considerate about everybody yeah. actually. And maybe then eventually we'll stop creating words that are derogatory towards exactly. groups. So then there won't be an issue of having them it's anywhere. Accidental, accidentally you know, dropping them in different people. places. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, she definitely is one to learn from, uh, mm-hmm. for sure, kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, with people in the industry. Like, that. that that is one way to deal with stuff. We're like, oh, you have an issue with this? Okay, move this. Don't. There's not some huge hoopla about how some, like, oh, here's my hour-long interview or my, I don't know, I don't know how long Twitter Twitter things videos are yeah I think it's like yeah minutes about talking about yeah. Beyonce's like oh okay have an issue with it okay oh mm-hmm. that's it you know um yeah all right well that's our good rough draft for our first podcast <laughs> I think and to wrap up how would we mm-hmm. like to end our podcasts that's the thing that's this the was thing. the vibe thanks for coming out I've already right. made up my name right. right. you don't want it don't, okay let's not <laughs> Well, maybe we could use It's Giving at the end and then something else. Oh, I like that. But maybe not the title. Right. But, just, uh, but that's know. our little ringer thing. It's Giving Beyonce. <laughs> right? It's Giving Renaissance. It's Giving Brilliance. It's yes. Giving yes. yes. It's Giving I'm the Bar. It's mm-hmm. Giving Category Sexy Bitch. Like, okay. it's Giving. It's Giving what it needs to yeah, give. You probably shouldn't do it for a whole hour. She understood the assignment. She did. Be- Be- Beyonce has understood the assignment. Yes. She's like, hey, this is where I stand. Overall, yes. And so looking um, forward to the visuals. The mu- I know her music, yes, the music videos are going to be exactly. on point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to the choreography they're going to put yes. to these, mo- these stuff, you know? TikTok's already ready to... You know, know exactly. And then also, if she... I don't even know. Will she even do a tour? Like... Does the does Beyonce uh, in the twenty twenties actually does do she, concerts, or would it be some metaverse virtual vibe? Yeah, they're type doing thing? a lot more than metaverse. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just gonna be would she be here. over there? Um, I don't know. So that'll be interesting know. to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Over, I think it. Yeah, that album is cool. Um, except for one or two songs, I'm like, okay, okay. I listened to a couple times, and it really makes you. Um, and then also reading her book, her booklet. Um, I guess I send that to you, the booklet from her album. I mean, we were wrapping up, and now you're bringing up another topic. I don't know. I was just saying I read about it, and she talked a Uh bit about herself and um, about the album. Wow, that's true. It would have been nice if you brought the book. That's true. That would have been nice. Next time. We could have read it if you find somewhere. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, sorry. Yes, we're we're ending for now. We are Um, ending now. It's giving what it needs to give. It understood the assignment. October 2nd, 2022. 2022, baby. Libra season. It does, though, because Libra is all about beauty and putting yourself out there and the balance. Yes, girl. Just All right. Love, like, and that is the can, end so. of our first episode. Thank you for coming. Yeah, Vibes yeah. only. Yes. Okay.